Hello, this is Hilda. I'm, if you've not been listening, I am um, an agony aunt. I am a storyteller and a relationship enthusiast. Relationship in the sense of dating and marriages. Now, how have you been doing? Well, I hope you've been doing great. I'm okay. What are we talking today? We're talking about, um, what are we talking about rather? We're talking about men and women versus money and sex Mm -hmm. i have to thank one of my listeners who asked me to talk about this um doc thank you very much for this topic i think it's a very interesting one Um, i'm going to start by going back in time probably to the times of to the period of early man you know before civilization and all of that I would imagine that this Neanderthal uh, man, which is what we are told by the history books and by science, um, the Neanderthal man would leave the cave sometime towards evening in search of, uh, of a kill, which would be dinner. And he would bring this, whatever it was, cow or deer or whatever it was he killed he would bring it back home to his his wife you know his wife or his woman you know and children and then they would her job would be to cut it up cook it eat what they could eat and if they could if she could preserve what could be preserved for other meals you know until of course there were no fridges and all of that you know, so they would have eaten the meat for as long as the meat was good. And I guess he did that as well for, you know, he would get vegetables and whatnot for himself and the family to eat. So in short, the the man was a gatherer and a hunter. And while the woman was a stay-at-home mom and her job was basically to feed and to tend the home, now, if we look at it, if we think about it, if we equate the the kill, the, the animal and the food that the man used to gather and bring home to his wife, we could equate that to a man going to work, either to work for somebody or to run his own business and bringing back money. And if we equate what the woman used to do, i.e. tend the home, um, to what she does now, not much has changed. I think the only difference would be the fact that she is also some kind of a gatherer now. So in addition to her primordial role as tender of the home front, she is also a gatherer. Okay, so we've done, we've talked about that. Where am I going with this history lesson? What I'm just trying to say is from time immemorial, for as long as, for as, long as man has known that he's man, the man has always brought home the bacon and the woman has always tended to the home front. So now, why is there this argument about men liking sex so much or loving sex and women liking money so much or, you know, liking it or loving money, vice versa, whatever? I think if I, if I go back to the, you know, I always go back to the way we are raised the way we raise has to do with our culture, and our culture is who we are, what we are, what we do, what we say, what we don't say. I mean, growing up, um, I heard 
a lot of I don't know about all the girls, but for lots of girls, you know, you were raised to protect your your dignity, your your body, yourself. No mother would encourage her daughter to be very frivolous to you know, just to sleep around with men that way. We were taught that this thing, you know, her body's is a sense is it was a source of pride, not just to you who owned the body, but to your family. You know, nobody wanted to be affiliated with a woman that has had so many boyfriends or so many husbands. And even the society at large does not really encourage such a thing. So I think the idea was that or is that if a woman must give it up, she must give it up for something. I don't want to use the word. She must give it up for lots of money. Uh, You know, that sounds very tacky and very dirty to me. So I would say that... It's not as if, you know, you're encouraged to sell it to the highest bidder per se. But it should be, you're giving it up for some level of value. I.e., if it is that you're dating, then you're dating somebody who who looks like he values you. You know, and if you're married, I mean, of course, it goes with being married that you must, you know, you must give it up. You know, you must make love to your husband. So... I mean, it would then mean that because you're happy with him, because he's doing the things he's supposed to do, you're also happily giving it to him. So can we say that um, there's an exchange of sex for money without it looking so dirty, looking almost like prostitution, you know, would... Would a, will a woman be very comfortable making love to a man and getting no... Is benefit a good word? That's the only word I can think of at the moment. Would a woman be happy to be with a man without getting... Not setting out to get anything from him, but, I mean, would she be happy not getting anything at all from the relationship if she's sleeping with him? If at every meeting, I'm talking about the people dating, at every meeting, it's one bang. Oh, it was nice to have seen you. And he doesn't do anything to make her feel special or valued. And doesn't do anything like, um, you know, he doesn't pay for anything. I'm not saying a man should pay, pay, like he's paying for the sex. But I just want to wonder, I'm wondering what the world would be like if a man was dating a woman and he never spent a dime on her because he's trying to say, oh, are you selling this thing? It should be given to me for free. But I think the way, because because you saw the way the woman looked, she was wearing something nice or her hair was nice or, or whatever. If those things cost a lot of money, and I'm still not saying that the man should be you know, it's not like he's buying anything, like he's buying an article, but it takes a lot to look good, you know, and it's, so, I think it's some kind of a courtesy to the woman to do things for her, take her out, buy her things, make her feel special, give her treats and all of that. I don't think, um, 
reading poetry to her or telling her from morning to night how much you love her will, you know, I don't think it's sufficient to show a woman just how much he's appreciated and loved. I don't think that's enough. Equally, I don't think a woman who has the energy and the time to sleep with her husband or her boyfriend from morning till night, I don't think that is also sufficient for him to appreciate the fact that he's loved by her. So, there's a very, I read an article which I want to share with you. There's a very interesting um, theory put forward by um, a lecturer in uh, Florida State University in America. I think his name was Roy Bar, is it Barmeister? I think, you know, forgive me if I pronounced it wrong. His theory is that sex, um, um, the sexual relationship, he is like, um, he called it, I think, sexual economics, something like that, in which the men are buyers in that market and then the women are sellers. He went on to say that um, for men, um, sex is very, very easy very available thing. I'm sure you'll agree with me that nine times out of ten, if a woman offers a man sex for free without any strings attached, nine times out of ten, he would um, he would accept without much ado. Um, nine times out of ten, you know, you you can't get that kind of response from women without some other things coming in, in you know, except of course she's she's a woman of the night. So. He, what was I saying? Yes. So he went on to say that because um, sex from men is so much available and sex from women is not so available, the sex from women is more or less scarce. And because it's scarce, the men have to um, go out of their way. You know, they have to bring in a premium for them to get that sex. And this premium, of course, would be what we've been talking about, money, this and that. And there's a kind of exchange, you know. So the man has to add this premium, you know. And also the fact that in terms of resources, more of the resources belong to the men. And as, you know, and more of the sex is in the hands of the women. And in fact, basically that's more or less all the women have to hold on to as their leverage. So they have the sex on their side, the men have the resources. So if a woman wants to get some of the resources that the man has, she has to use her leverage, let go of some of this scarce, in quote and unquote, scarce sex in exchange for power and money from men. So this was his theory. In a way, in a way, I I agree with him, although I am more for all the other bits that go with the exchange, i.e. emotions, you know. Um, I must like this person. I must have some level of, um, we must have some understanding. We must sync. You know, when those three things are in, then... We can now talk about the exchange. I don't know any woman that would, you know, want to give herself to a man for just nothing. Neither do I know a man that would want to, a, a woman that has no value, 
you know, who is just sleeping with him for, just sleeping for sleeping. I don't think so. There must be something else in addition to that. So the question there would be, should we ask ourselves, why can't people sleep with each other for the sake? If you want to, you want to have sex, why can't you just make sex for the sake of making sex, of doing it without attaching something material to it? I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't know whether it will work. I know people sleep with each other, you know, so-called friends for benefits or, you know, all different types of one-night stands and arrangements just for the sex. But when we're now talking about relationships, I think both parties have some expectations, you know. Apart from sleeping with each other, there should be some other things that will come out of it. I don't see any sane woman getting married to a man that has no prospects. Or even if he doesn't have prospects, he has a goal, he has a plan to do better than whatever he's doing at the moment and vice versa. So, I think the answer, I think the conclusion would be that um, money and sex go hand in hand. And for as long as the world exists, it will continue to be so. If you have a different opinion, I'd like to hear from you. You can send me an email. Um, the email address is hildeshoulderforyou at gmail.com. The four is figure four and the U is letter U. Hildeshoulder is also on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So if you have any comments, please get in touch. If there's a particular topic you want me to discuss, please get in touch i'd love to hear from you and till i chat with you again it's bye bye